We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. We streamed the entire NFL draft and we're about to show you a compilation of all the best bits right now. This clip is brought to you by Rotoviz Overtime and Stealing Bananas, two of the podcasts on the Rotoviz Podcast Network. All the ways to listen to subscribe to those shows is in the description right below. You're not going to want to miss those shows with multiple episodes coming every week covering all things fantasy football. With that said, let's get to the compilation. Now, got a comment here asking about how the morning was. I got a little drunk last night, but um, today's actually my anniversary. The wife and I went out. We went and played putt-putt today. Got a little air. Got a nice lunch while the kids were in school. I feel great right now. I got to tell you. you Brees Hall to the Jets? Probably not your favorite landing spot for Brees Hall, huh, Sean? It's not because my point. I think they're going to throw very effectively. This isn't This isn't a real – are you kidding, Bullock? Somebody, somebody tell me he's kidding. He's – He's saying it's Kenneth Walker at 41. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. It's actually Kenneth Walker to Seattle. Sean, this was a great show. Uh, thank you all for tuning in. It's been a lot of fun. Uh, I'll see you guys next week. Ben wants you to subscribe to the channel before he leaves. Sean, I told you I'd stay sober for this stream. We're nine picks in, and I'm going to need a beer. They are confirming it. The Seahawks just took Kenneth Walker. We have been joking. This is, is it, insane. This is like you. you so you don't want to just go, go right ahead. into the idea of talking about what Kenneth Walker's effect on Rashad Penny is. <laughs> you can. You're welcome to. This is this is too much. They took the edge rusher and the running back that we said that they would as a in joke. I don't know how much we want to swear on this Rotoviz uh stream. That's the only reason I haven't sworn yet. Wow. They literally did the bit. <laughs> Sean, yes. what does this mean for Kenneth Walker? <laughs> I'm well, seeing Chiefs go sky more. Boom. Sky to the Chiefs. All right, Ben, hold down, hold down the fort. I'll be back. <laughs> we got something coming up with Sean. That was the first good thing that has happened in this second round. And now we have Sky Moore to the Chiefs. Sean has stepped away. 
and he's come back with his Chiefs hat on. Sean, what are your thoughts? Where's Pete? I mean, this was the perfect spot for the clip, right? The perfect spot. All of those areas that the Chiefs were lacking last year, I think they're going to be more dominant at. And so the thing that I told you when they made this trade is there were scenarios in which the offense would actually not just be better, but be significantly better next season. They're definitely taking a DB. I mean, they're taking a safety. They're they're taking a safety. The Seahawks can still get Malik Willis in the third round. You said one of these guys might be Russell Wilson. What about the same team that took Russell Wilson in the third round? Yeah, I mean, I think the Seahawks have been setting you up for this the whole time. Seattle pass on QB again. Who did they take? We're going to have to uh, do some of the sound effects for Ben here, uh, here in a second. Who's Abraham Lucas? You guys got to at least tell me a position. I don't know who Abraham Lucas is. <laughs> that's that's a made-up name. That's that's a freaking made-up name. Seattle's picking creative players. They're just trolling me. <sighs> Honey, I need another beer. It's our anniversary. She, she'll love that. <laughs> what is Seattle doing, Sean? What are they doing? Why are they not taking – do they really think these picks are making them better and that, that Drew Locke is going to be – like, what are they doing? Explain – do any magic you can to try to explain what in the hell they are doing. They did trade up, and they took a linebacker because – an inside linebacker? Oh. Well, we got a couple couple new newcomers onto the stream. Well, there goes Dricko, but he'll be back. Pat Crane joins us. How you doing, buddy? Good. How are you guys doing? I'm melting down a little bit. I'm not gonna lie. The Seahawks are driving me insane. I mean, let's talk about the Chiefs. Let's talk about Sean's Chiefs. That's I had, uh, to, I had to apologize for the highlight takes yesterday, Pat. What about that? <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> are you excited? Yeah. We we, we, we started mentioning him immediately in the 106 range. Is that where is that where you've got him, or is that not optimistic enough? I mean, I've got a 104 where it's already crossing my mind. I'll tell you what. When when you're at the 103, I'm thinking about trading down. Uh, I'm going to – 103 and the 104 looks like a pretty nice trade-down spot. Really, I mean, anywhere in the early part of the draft looks like a trade-down spot if you can get someone to, to bite. Uh, I'll probably sit tight and, and take Sky more at the 104 in some drafts. It's going to – be very annoying with the the narrative by in like four days is gonna be like listen it was nice we had a nice run with penny but he's dead now and we need to get over that kenneth walker's a stud this is his backfield i'm not saying i believe this but i'm just saying walker's gonna go higher <laughs> what did you Sorry think about bumming you guys out <laughs> i mean i i think the hill emerge as the pass catching back but now when? in seattle <laughs> in 2025 <laughs> It's going to be one of the worst spots to have that emergence, right? So now you got the double question, and that part of it isn't ideal. I've been telling Ben that you can't ever get sad about having a star go to your team. From a real football sense, how insanely stupid slash how hilarious Seattle committing to the bit is this? Well, I, I have to defend Seattle a little bit because Willis is still on the board. <laughs> like they could they just pass like, on him again for another tackle. They, oh my okay. No, I I I tried to defend you, Seattle. I tried. <laughs> I didn't know you had passed again. again. The third round. They got um, back to 
turned around and had another shot. I don't know. It's like old man shakes fist at cloud or whatever. Like they're going out. They're going out the way they want to go out. Yeah, this is like a Clint Eastwood movie. This is like yes, Grant Torino. Yes, you know what I mean? Yes, this yes. is Pete Carroll's Grant Torino moment. Yes. He's getting his Kenneth Walker. He's going in and he's gonna pull out his pull out his hand. Oh, it's not a gun. And then he gets shot and he he falls. This is spoilers for Grant Torino. <laughs> he falls like this, very classic uh Jesus motif. Anyway, that's what Pete Carroll's imagining when he drafted Kenneth Walker. He's going out on top. I mean, that is a beautiful analogy. I got to tweet it out right now. So, Pat, on a much more enthusiastic slash your boy, perhaps disappointing note at the same time for Albert O. Not every fantasy relevant tight end, of course, is going to be in that mold. We see our Dalton Schultzes or Dawson Knoxes, like those types of guys. But Dallas Goddard, Mark Andrews, Travis Kelsey before he got old, you know, George Kittle, like those guys can actually Darren Waller, obviously. They can stretch the seam. I think that's one of the key things to look for in a fantasy tight end. And a lot of these guys, you know, it's no fun for the most part to draft tight ends uh, because they like even the Cole Komets who hit like, you're like, great, he's a starter. <laughs> Please give me anyone else. <laughs> and like, also, I really hope that Russ Wilson has some say here. You know, the, I can't imagine he's down for like, yeah, let's grind it out, Russ. <laughs> Let's, let's establish it. It's like, what? No. What he wanted all those years <laughs> yeah. happens again. Oh, was he going to come in there and just that. tell Javante, he's like, I don't even care if you like win and Melvin Gordon gets no touches. It's going to all be audibles. <laughs> yeah, it's like, it doesn't matter we re-sign Melvin because neither of you is ever touching the ball. <laughs> the Titans it's like... <laughs> just traded up and drafted Malik Willis. The Titans did? Yes. We got that in the chat here. And I saw that oh my it was God. a trade up. It does feel a little Jordan Lovey, where you know they're like, oh, we're setting ourselves up. In a couple years, we'll move on from this guy. It'll be two years, but then we'll probably move on from him. And then like after this year, they're like, listen, Ryan, uh, we really don't want you to leave after the year. <laughs> <laughs> what can we do? <laughs> we're so sorry. We took Malik. <laughs> I am at some point this season going to get assigned a Seattle Seahawks NFL football game to watch and cover and blurb. And I don't know if I'm going to be able to do it. (laughs) Drew Locke? (laughs) They need to take Howell. They need to. (laughs) Uh, Ben, let me ask you this. Is this like your version of CEH over Jonathan Taylor? Or is it worse? No, I mean... I think the best answer to that would would have been the Russ trade. Like I, I just think the way that they the the, the it's been brought right. death by a thousand cuts. So all of those things and then not getting rid of K- Carol and Schneider was it was a decision. And then the Russ trade and now we're here and it's just like you know can you make the best of a bad situation? Obviously you can't. The Ch thing is like the only thing that that the Chiefs did wrong over the last like five years. So he's just spoiled and doesn't you know understand what it's like. Right, he doesn't have actual pain. Yeah, <laughs> watched a lot of Jonathan Taylor. Uh-huh. Connor, do, do you do you have I've a watched uh... a lot of Jonathan Taylor? This was a great reply. Do you just like do you try to like put a little Photoshop uh, Chiefs jersey on him as his <laughs> Well, I. My dad watches all all of these games, obviously. You know, huge Chiefs fans. He gets very upset anytime something doesn't go well, which in a football game, you know, happens. So it's just a very normal fan experience. 
those things don't bother me at all. But when I'm watching the Colts games, I will occasionally, and he doesn't even have access to this because he's just watching the Chiefs game, but I will text him that Jonathan Taylor has just had another 70-yard touchdown run, and he's not on the Chiefs. <laughs> Jalen Tolbert to the Cowboys. Oh, I got to jump off and do a video on that one. Pat, you, you came back with the same shirt today for the videos. I know. No, it's a different one. It's actually a long sleeve. It's it's a uh, light green or dark green, I guess. <laughs> it's it's slightly off black. That's very understated. People know <laughs> that your priorities are in the right place. That's true. Yeah. I mean, it's it's about function, you know. I don't got to be doing. Uh, I'm gonna be making mixed drinks and stuff with my cool button down. All right, go do your Tolbert video. You gotta do. Right. We'll, we'll see if you can make it back. We got a white to the Bucks. Is this Rashad White going to Tampa in the third? We have not had a running back in the third. He'd be coming off the board at RB. <laughs> we wanted. Well, he day, got drafted. We wanted day two out of Rashad White. Sean, you 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 lied box. to me, man. Well, you just trying to you just wanted this moment for me. Yes, you wanted this exactly. Joy? Exactly. Right, I, I felt it, like dude. if we projected him in round three, then we're screwed. <laughs> but this is perfect. <laughs> you, you do. I, Pat, you look like you're ready to go make some videos for maybe a less savory wow. site. Than... <laughs> yeah, I'm mean, gonna publish this one. It, this is confirmed. I'm seeing a yes here. Oh, I, I, don't, I, haven't, I haven't seen it. All I had was a drummer in the box writing white to bucks question mark. I don't know if he was just kind of predicting it. Ah, uh, that would be the ultimate rogue poll. It, it would. I'm going to be a little bit mad drummer in the box. Confirmed no. from Sam Sherman. We got Rashad White backing up Lenny. <laughs> yes, we get a fade Lenny again. <laughs> Let's fade Lenny. Yes. <laughs> Let's go. Dump off Lenny. Yeah, let, let's send someone who's actually dynamic in the passing game. Oh, no. I don't know if you're going to be able to handle that. Beautiful. Bucks made uh, such good use of Geo. Why not draft another one? White's not Geo, though. He's a bigger Geo. Yeah, he's a little right? bit better than, than Geo at this stage of his career. Young Geo, maybe. Maybe he's a young Geo. Pat, what, what about the first play from scrimmage, though? He's out there. He runs this perfect screen pass, and Tom Brady intentionally spikes it at his feet. And then he goes back to the sideline. It's like, is that? Are we done one play in? When he already like, this, don't bring the guy the out here. You run. You ran the wrong damn route. I'm. 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 I'm convinced. I'm going to go to my deathbed that Ronald Jones was running those routes to the right depth. I have an incredibly high tolerance for drafting people that Tom Brady hates, so <laughs> I'm not going to have any issues. <laughs> Waiting into Blair, Blair's comments on that are I love White, I just know the Bucks will ruin him, and you should know better, Pat, which is fantastic. I mean, we have done this with Rojo. I'm ready to get hurt again. I'm yeah, ready. It was pretty profitable one of those seasons. It yeah. was uh well, the 2020 season was was pretty good. So we'll we'll get one of the four. <laughs> we'll have one over we'll 25% hit rate on these seasons. Uh the draft capital's the thing. Like I was worried he was gonna be a sixth round pick or something. This is this is a big deal. This is huge. So Rashad White get on the over field. Rashad White yeah. over James Cook. Rashad White over Kenneth Walker. <laughs> can we get there? We can get there by taking Rashad White at like the two hundred one, and like never taking Kenneth Walker at the one hundred four, and we'll just have full exposure. Yes. And we don't have to make the we don't have to do the hot take, but we'll just quietly have bags packed of one and it. not the other. I love it. <laughs>
not a lot evidence based that would suggest that that take is correct. But what David are we getting? Bell to the Browns. I was going to actually say that because that's the I mean that, that's a team that I had on the desperation list wide receiver wise. And when you guys were talking Jarvis Landry, he's our he's our Jarvis Landry comp. He's the new Jarvis Landry. Yeah, I feel like that's the most common comp I've heard from him. So that's that's really interesting. Let's go Keenan Allen. Let's take it up a notch. Yeah, so the Browns have the new Keenan Allen. Day two capital. He sneaks in here. Yeah, he could play like a, a big slot role from early on i would think i mean i guess it would be cooper dpj and and him and three wide wide receiver sets Uh, that's interesting the workout explorer has we talk about david bell not athletic enough to play in the nfl but his well one of his top athletic comps is anquan bolden who did play in the nfl and was pretty decent as a rookie sam are you going to give anquan bolden 2022 is david bell (laughs) <laughs> I'll, I'll leave that hot take for you for you sean um <laughs> but yeah why, why not the seahawks will get a pick again they're the fourth if they pass on sam howell at 404 tomorrow's stream i'm gonna start throwing stuff oh, but ben i mean your guys they they want the low ceiling veteran quarterback i mean they're just they're set on garoppolo or mayfield wouldn't you say I mean, there was a really interesting quote from John Schneider that said uh, the head coach and the quarterback are the two most important people in the building and basically said that 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 fit has to be right. And so the impression that I got from that was Pete Carroll doesn't like the personalities of some of these quarterbacks, which is great. I mean, you got along with Russell Wilson so well that you drove him insane. Russell Wilson, the guy who's like a freaking robot, you still drove him to demand a trade and leave. And now apparently the only guys in the league you get along with are Drew Locke and Geno Smith. Like Geno Smith got punched. Drew Locke is notably a little bit weird. You know, he was like rapping on the sideline. I mean, how is Drew Locke and Geno Smith the the guys that Pete Carroll really jives with? Are they just crazy enough? What is going on? What is going on? Like, why does the quarterback need to get along with Pete Carroll so much? And and why is why is Drew Locke and Geno Smith the only ones that that apparently seem to? It was already comical, but we are beyond the pale at this point that they got these extra picks from the Russell Wilson trade and didn't, again, we don't think these quarterbacks are surefire future pro bowlers are very good. Seattle doesn't have the answer at quarterback on their roster. They just got another chance at a very low cost opportunity to, to, to find out, to just bring him into to training camp, see him in the preseason definitely play him during the season because you're going to find out pretty quick that drew lock sucks there in my mind there is zero justification for not taking the opportunity because of the potential payoff it's the the probabilistic thinking you don't know better than you like seattle's proven for many many years they do not know better than anyone else in terms of prospects they love to overdraft guys they bust they're not you know evil geniuses a lot of people in seattle tell themselves it's, it's easy to tell yourself the team knows something you don't we have a ton of evidence that they do not know anything uh at all they're just drawing straws i agree ben like we talked about these quarterbacks being potentially back end of the first round or first round picks and then the second round goes by third round goes by there's absolutely no real cost associated in the fourth round but we're getting some comments in as well that you sound pissed off with the seahawks and 
the second one that came true was um, that maybe you forgot that they have Drew Dock, which <laughs> did, get a, did get a laugh out of me. But we are going to brighten up your day, Ben. We have uh, Michael Dubner coming on right now. And uh, just before Michael comes on, anyone who's watching, do hit that like button and hit the subscribe button. We would really appreciate that. But let's get uh, Mr. Dubner on the, the stream here. How are we doing today, uh, Michael? Well, I'm not so sure I'm going to be brightening up Ben's day because I'm the constant reminder that AJ Brown is now now the Eagle. <laughs> will I kick him out, Ben? Will I will I put him off the street? <laughs> yeah, I mean, I, I feel like we've had you know we always say it's the craziest off off season yet, and I feel like this truly has been. And now that we've had the draft, that's only really just magnified how crazy it's been. It's it's been a lot to digest now over the past two or three days. We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. So the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. I, I'm with you, Bullock. Let's go. Let's go get some whiskey. What's going on, guys? Hey, dude. Uh, pumped to be here. Colm, I got to start off here by saying, first of all, the background that you have set up in your in your you know studio there is fantastic, but the beard might even be better. Yeah, I, mean, I don't know. Look at that. Uh, look at that glorious beard. <laughs> well, see, you're making me blush now, Dave. You're making me blush. Yeah. Um, we'll, we'll move on to the draft again. Uh, okay. <laughs> We've been touting the beard as a reason for people to check out the youtube channel and subscribe right so if Absolutely. you haven't subscribed for Colin's beard yet then i mean you've, you're missing an opportunity here <laughs> for sure i had been dreading my boy garrett wilson going to the jets that comes to fruition i see in some polls people actually thinking that this keeps well for me would have kept him in that number one spot but more people feeling like this actually kind of moves him out so i think to me i end up with him firmly behind uh, London and Burks. And I think that there's a fair amount of separation. I do have him in that group with um, Olave and Williams. Um, but for me, that's going to be one of the bigger movements just because of how much I liked Wilson. And I'm just not sure that though the Jets are trying to make strides, improve that offense, that Zach Wilson's really going to be the quarterback that's going to allow him to come out of the gate and be the star that I think he could be. I'm still expecting him to be a usable fantasy player, but I was just disappointed by that. So 97th percentile in total yards per game, 97th percentile in total touchdowns per game, 96th percentile in uh, average yards per attempt per game, putting him in when I blend those three together, 97th percentile among quarterbacks. As I said last year, this puts him in that, like would have put him in that Trevor Lawrence range, Justin Fields range. This doesn't make 
any sense. There has to be something. He has to have had like really poor interviews. He's got to be a bit of a douche or something like that. <laughs> Otherwise, it doesn't make sense. That seems to be Pete Carroll's type. <laughs> yeah. People were raving about him during the process, though. Yeah, but- Year Strong has landed with the New England Patriots. Now we have Damian Harris, Ramondre Stevenson, and Pierre Strong. Yeah. That's, that's, in the that's I keep thinking that they might throw more with Mac Jones in year two, but Belichick's got three really good running backs now. Well, I had I had chatted a little bit with Zach about if he wanted to come on today, and, and he said he would love to, but he's out on the boat with family. And at, I mean, this draft is going extremely well overall, but for that specific team, the Zach I just drafted, where our late round running backs are the San Francisco backups and Pierre Strong being out on the boat probably is the right choice there. Man, I speechless. Can't the can't the Patriots leave us alone? <laughs> you did not want Pierre Strong on New England, is what I'm getting out of this. It's kind of amusing to me because we are into this group where they're checking zero boxes now in Blair's random forest exercise. Uh, but at the same time, <laughs> you said there's like 12, 14 boxes to check and they're checking none of those. That's not a three box scenario. We're talking, there's a dozen boxes for them to check and they haven't checked any of them. So we're, <laughs> they are down to zero. Sean, but Sean, you said they've, they've executed well. I just want you to know I'm happy for you. I'm, I'm very happy for you. <laughs> Kansas City has executed this draft well. Things are going swimmingly. I did get a number of uh, DMs today. The f- people like really enjoyed you, you know, mentioning some of the historical comparisons to Kenneth Walker to see if it would cheer Ben up during that portion of the the show when you were talking about <laughs> Jamal Charles and and the greats of the game. I mean, they picked Kenneth Walker and, and all these linemen. We're we're getting ready for the two thousand yard season in twenty twenty four. tackles. From- Guys that drop back in pass blocking snaps on 80% of their college reps. The Seahawks are three picks away. <laughs> I, I just hope I, I, I hope it happens, but I've given up hope at this time. You can get him as a, why you draft him if you can get him as a, a, a free agent, you know? Yeah, I guess. <laughs> I'm still going to project low-end QB1 upside in 2022. Yeah. <laughs> No, we're, we're looking right now at Sam Howell QB1 next year because he's not going to be in the NFL. He's going to be in some lower level league. <laughs> that's that's what the situation is looking like right now. Let me get Ben back onto his USFL that he was so disappointed by. Yeah. <laughs> okay, man, if I could get Sam Howell in the USFL, I'm, I'm back. Oh, uh, Pro Football Talk two minutes ago has the Seahawks QB competition is underway and Pete Carroll says Geno Smith is in the lead. That's what I've been saying. You can't stop. They're practicing that. right now while they're passing on Sam <laughs> Howell. They're, they're, they're getting the competition going. They got to run wind sprints. Geno Smith has won the first rep. They're oh working gosh. on their, their run blocking after they hand off. How can they, how can they get out in front of those running backs? And... I think we might have bad news to break to you, but it's true. All right. W- let's hear this news. Hell to Washington. I mean, I don't, I'm... Know. I don't know if it's true or not, but I'm still waiting to confirm it, but. I'll say uh, a couple things. One, Seattle presumably traded out already knowing that pick. Sometimes we get the picks in a little bit later. So I don't even know why I'm saying that. They should have taken him in the fourth round. Two, um, 
I like Howell specifically as well. Carson Wentz sucks. And so Sam Howell might get an opportunity to play this year. We might get Sam Howell, you know, Taylor Heineke at the top of the, Oh, and now Algier goes to the Falcons. There's your big back alongside Cordero Patterson. That could actually be. Yeah. That's a nice, a, a saving one. grace for him at this yeah, point. A nice yeah. one, two punch there. The chat has been all over Shakir to the bills. It's, this is a pretty fun pick. The Bills sort of burnishing their credentials as a team that are doing things right. Shakir, the yeah. third guy after Romeo and Sky, right? The third small school guy to really pop in Travis May's API. Here's somebody who, you know, performed well. You know, he's got that 4-4-3-40 at six foot 196. So he's not a big guy but he has NFL athleticism. And then he's somebody we talked about yesterday, how Sky Moore, one of the only small school guys to declare early and be drafted where he was. Shakir might've had that chance if it weren't for the pandemic going right at the spot that it did. You know, we got a four, six from him. That couldn't have helped. I'm sure there were folks when you look at his sort of runaway rumble type of runs that are fun plays at all football levels, but you know, you get a little bit of that John Riggins almost element to it. We had to throw oh. that in there because oh, the Lynn Swan stuff on uh, on day one was was so fun for Davis. John Riggins is the new comp. I love it. Who is Snoop Connor from Josh? We just found out he's the guy that has all those really bad metrics that Sean says. But <laughs> I was with you. Uh, I have no idea who Snoop Connor is either. This took took me a minute, but um, this is maybe one of the funniest comments I've seen. The Texans are simply having one of the best drafts in the NFL right now. They drafted what seems to be at least six day one starters. It's true. When you have a roster that, that doesn't bad, mean they're good. Any but. pick is a day one starter. I, I, I see it also come in from the Laramie La Tunsil fan page. So Yeah. <laughs> Could be Even though bad. the bad running back pick and the bad receiver pick are day one starters on that roster. <laughs> Shortly, we've been on for four more hours here i don't want ben to, to think that he is not just in severance but in sort of the real version where they're doing some fairly unkind things to these folks when they are in their work <laughs> consciousnesses we don't want to get to that point uh with ben we were hoping to stay on until until justin ross was picked but at some point we may have to call it but i'm still willing to see a place I want oh, what do we get Sean. Tyler Beatty to the Ravens. Perfect. The, the Perfect. J.K. Dobbins. Now it's Tyler Beatty in there. I kind of like that. We can have both guys. Both guys. Oh, now they're I'm going to take your pick. They're going to take Tyler Beatty in the third round of our rookie draft. Can we? Can we do a new one? <laughs> <laughs> what what pick are you swapping out here? Any of them? Jelani Woods. <laughs> I really hope you enjoyed that podcast clip. It was a lot of fun live streaming the draft. All the ways to listen to Stealing Bananas and Rotoviz Overtime are in the description down below this video. Make sure you head on over and subscribe on your favorite podcast player with multiple episodes coming every week. You're not going to want to miss that fantasy football content from Sean Siegel, Ben Gretsch, and myself. Of course, make sure you have subscribed to the Rotoviz YouTube channel. You'll be able to get all our content as soon as it comes out. And until we're back with more videos... Have a good one. Everyone is talking about magnesium. It's all you hear about. But why? What do we know about magnesium? Well, magnesium is the number one mineral that 75% of Americans are deficient in. 
If you are a woman over 35, magnesium will help you rediscover balance, energy, and vitality. Magnesium supports more than 300 enzymatic reactions in your body, including those involved in hormonal balance. From functional medicine doctors to mental well-being and female hormone experts, we all know that magnesium is the one mineral to improve all aspects of well-being and health. But which one? Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers. The trusted choice recommended by leading experts with seven best-absorbed forms of magnesium to ensure your body receives the support it needs for overall well-being. Go to bioptimizers.com balance today and use code BALANCE10 for 10% off. Support your journey to wellness at B-I-O-P-T-I-M-I-Z-E-R-S dot com forward slash balance. Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers, your foundation to optimal health and vitality.